This is Alive with Joseph. So this morning we are looking at fight the good fights of faith. Fight the good fights of faith. Let me begin by saying that when you got born again, you were initiated into the class of God and into the class of the Spirit. John chapter 3 verse 6 says, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. When you got born again, you were initiated into the class of the Spirit. You are born of the Spirit. And how do I know that you are born of the Spirit? When you look at the same book, let's go to book of John chapter 4 verse 24. It says, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And the book of 1 John chapter 5 verse 4 also says, For whatsoever is born of God, take note of that, whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. First John chapter 5 verse 4. So with all of these scriptures, you will discover that you are born of God. And if you are born of God, it simply means that you are a God. You being born of God initiated you into the God class. Because, listen friends, if a goat gives birth to a goat, it, if a lion can give birth to a lion, it then means that if you are born of the spirit of God, then you are a spirit. If you are born of God, according to 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, then you are a God. You are not a human being. You are simply a spirit being in the class of God living in a human body. I repeat, listen to this. You are not a human being. You are a spirit being in the class of God living in a human body. So you are born of God. You are born of his word. You are born of his spirit. That makes you, you are a God and you are a spirit. Go with me to First Peter chapter 1 verse 23 as i lay the foundation on this on this particular series now first peter chapter 1 verse 23 says being born again not of corruptible seed but of incorruptible by the word of god which liveth and abideth forevermore being born again how did you get born again he said you were born again not of corruptible seed but of incorruptible and what is this incorruptible he said this incorruptible seed is the word of god which lives and abides forevermore so friends you are born by the divine seed of god that is divinity have taken up residence in your mortality friends you are not a mere human being you are not an ordinary human being you are born in the again you are born into the class of god you are a spirit being 
born into the class of God, but you live in a human body. And listen, friends, because you are born again, no man, no woman has what it takes to bring you down. Listen, because you are born of God into the class of God, it simply means you are in a spirit being that rules and reigns on this planet Earth. So, friends, you are God's reproduction. In other words, you are his offspring. God gave birth to you. That is not the same for everybody in the world. Listen, God didn't give birth to everybody in the world. Even though he created everybody in the world, he didn't give birth to everybody in the world. When you look at First Peter chapter 1, verse 23, he said, Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. So this was how God gave birth to you. God created everybody on the earth, but for you that is born again, you were given birth to by God. How were you given birth to by God? By the divine seed of God. So friends, to be born of God, you have to be born again. Listen, born again initiates you into the class of God. From the very day you received Christ Jesus into your life, you started a brand new journey. A journey that was predestinated to be a journey of success, a journey of prosperity, a journey of victory, a journey of health and vitality, a journey of every good thing that God has made available for you or to you in Christ Jesus. That is the journey you started when you got born again. Listen, friends, even though if the experiences that you are going through right now is the opposite of this journey, you need to understand that it doesn't invalidate the word of God. Why? Because you don't know, you don't be, you, the experiences you are going through right now does not cancel out the truth of God. God's word. Our experiences does not nullify the word of God. And the Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter 6 verse 2, it talks about, you know, that people are snared with the words of their mouth. So friends, you must understand that as a Christian, why is it that things are, are happening to certain people the way it happens to them? Is it because, you know, the word of God is of no effect? No, it is not because the word of God is of no effect. It is simply because many Christians, we do not even know what they believe and they are saying. And very often what they are saying is contrary to what God has said consigning them. Many believers have used their own mouth to establish their life in a wrong direction. That is why Proverbs 6 two talks about you are snared with the words of your mouth. That is to say you are taking captives with the words of your mouth. You put yourself in danger through the words of your mouth. You create your own danger. You create your own reality 
is through the words of your mouth that is why the bible says after you are born again you have to change your thinking you have to renew your mind why because when your mind is renewed your tongue will go in the direction of your renewed mind if your mind is not renewed your tongue also will go in the direction of your own renewed mind so the bible says that god has brought you taking you from the realms of disobedience from the domain of disobedience to the phronesis of the righteous which is to the mindset of the righteous listen friends the righteous the born again person have a way of thinking and god says to you and i in romans chapter 12 from verse 1 to 2 that we should renew our mind and the only way you can renew your mind is through the word of god that is to say when you get into the word of god you exchange your thoughts for his thoughts that is to say if you used to think defeat before when you get into the word of god you give up your thoughts of defeat and you accept his thoughts of victory when you get into the word of god if you used to think negative before when you get into the word of god you exchange your thoughts of negativism and you receive or take his thoughts of victory you exchange your thoughts of weakness you give it up and you receive his thoughts of strength that is why friends you renew your mind because the new thoughts of faith and strength must enter for you to be able to speak in that direction don't forget your mouth your mouth will always go in the direction of your thoughts where your mouth goes it's as a result of where your mind is so if your mouth is saying things that are contrary to what God has said concerning you it simply means that you have not renewed your thoughts for your thoughts so that your thoughts can agree with the mind of God and as a result you begin to say what God has said concerning you shout amen so friends understand that life is an adventure life is a journey and you will require faith for this adventure of life so you must understand that this planet earth is a journey life is a journey so let's get into the book of first timothy where paul the apostle was writing to his son in ministry timothy and he was rounding up his own assignment when he wrote this scripture to Timothy. Timothy was the young pastor of the church in Ephesus that Paul was mentoring. Now let's read what Paul wrote to him as consigning the church. The book of First, the book of First Timothy, chapter six, verse eleven to twelve. Let's read. It says, "But you, O man of God, flee these things, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith." love patience gentleness fight the good fight of faith lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses 
Paul said to him, fight the good fight of faith. He said, the fight of faith is a good fight. The fight in which you and I are involving as believers, Paul calls it a good fight. And you are the one to fight this fight. Nobody will fight this fight for you. Oh my God, since last year up until now, we can see that there have been so many things happening that is requiring the believer to fight the good fight of faith. Listen friends, you have a fight to fight. And this fight is not against demons. This fight is not against devils. This fight is not against Satan. I hear many people, many believers will say, they'll say, I am fighting the devil. Listen friends, the fight you have been called to fight is not a fight against the devil. The fight you have been called to fight is called the good fight of faith. That is to say, the fight of faith is you maintain what Jesus Christ has obtained for you via redemption. That is the fight you are supposed to fight. You do not fight the devil. Why? The devil has been defeated by your elder brother Jesus Christ over 2,000 years ago. So the fight in which you are involved in right now as a believer is to enforce and to maintain the victory your elder brother Jesus Jesus Christ got for you on the cross of Calvary. So Paul said to you and I, we should fight the good fight of faith. He said, lay hold on eternal life. We are run to thou art also called and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. He said, lay hold on eternal life. Brother Paul said, lay hold on eternal life. This tells you, this when he says lay hold on eternal life, he is simply telling you how to fight the good fight of faith. How do you fight the good fight of faith? You fight the good fight of faith by laying hold on eternal life. And you understand throughout this week, I've been teaching you that you are an eternal being. So he said, lay hold. Lay hold on eternal life. Lay hold on eternal life. Listen friends, you must understand that the fight in which you are involved in, victory has already been given to you. And brother Paul said, lay hold on that victory that has been given to you. Let me ask you this. The lay hold on eternal life Paul was telling us. You know, how, how, have you ever, do you think it's a physical thing? Have you ever seen eternal life before with your optical eyes? No, you have never seen eternal life with your optical eyes. So how do you lay hold on what you can't see with your optical eyes? You lay hold on what you cannot see with your optical eyes by faith. So Paul said, Take a hold of eternal life by faith. He said, had the confession that you have confessed. What is the good confession he's talking about there? It means speaking the same thing that is in consent with God. That is to say, friends, the confession is you are to re-echo what God has said. You are to take what God has said and say it again. Fight the good fight of faith. 
Lay hold on eternal life. Lay hold on your victory. Lay hold on your health and vitality. Lay hold on your peace. In a time like this, when everything is contending for your peace, Brother Paul said, lay hold on your peace. You lay hold on them by faith. In a time like this, where fear is all over the place, he said, lay hold on your peace by faith. That is to say, what you are laying hold on is that which you already can see in the word of God. Lay hold on it. That is, take a hold on that which you have seen in your heart by faith through God's word. Listen, friends, the kingdom of God is in your heart as we have established. That is to say, your health and healing is already available. Lay hold on that which is already available. Stop thinking weak. That is why your mind needs to be renewed. Stop thinking below the realms in which the Lord has raised you up to. Fight the good fight of faith. That is, lay hold on what Jesus has already accomplished for you on the cross of Calvary. Hallelujah. So, you and I must learn to function in the arena of God's word. You are living in the kingdom. You belong to the kingdom where the word of God detects what happens. Because the word of God is authority. The word of God dominates the circumstances of life. The Bible says he has transferred you from the domain of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son in whom you now have redemption. That means, friends, he has plucked you out of the dominion of darkness into the kingdom of the son of his love. He said... That is where you are now. And from that your vantage position, lay hold on eternal life. Lay hold on your victory. That is, you are no longer in darkness. You are now in the kingdom of light. And the Bible says, the light shines in darkness and deep darkness cannot handle it. Give Jesus your praise this morning. Hallelujah. Can I ask you a question this morning? Are you aware... That you are in the kingdom of light literally now. Are you aware of that? Are you aware? Are you aware that you are in the kingdom of light literally? You are right now as I'm speaking in the kingdom of light. And in the kingdom of light where you are, there is no fear. There is no lack. There is no demonic oppression. There is no sickness that can kill you in this kingdom of light where you are. Because in this kingdom of light, darkness cannot overcome it. In this kingdom of light where you are. Literally where you are right now, you are in the kingdom of light and this light shines in darkness and darkness cannot overcome it so where you are right now you are in a position where no matter what the devil throws at you he cannot overcome you that is why the bible says a thousand will fall by your side 
10,000 by your right hand, it will not come near you. Only with your eyes you will behold and see the reward of the wicked. That is to say, friends, in the kingdom where you are right now, Satan cannot overpower you. Sickness cannot overpower you. The fear that is being spread all over the place cannot overpower you. You are in the kingdom where light rules and darkness cannot overcome that light. Give Jesus praise. Hallelujah. Amen. You are in the kingdom. Come on, say, I'm in the kingdom of light. Let me hear you say it loud and clear. Declare boldly, I am in the kingdom of light. Type it in the comment section for me and boldly declare it. I am in the kingdom of life. And if you're watching with anyone next to you, give them a high five and declare, I am in the kingdom of life. That is where you are literally right now. You are in the kingdom where Jesus is Lord, where you are seated together with him in heavenly places in Christ. You are seated together with him right now. You are not seated together with him in defeat. You are seated together with him in victory. You are seated together with him in good health. Even if your body is sick right now, understand that you are seated together with him in good health. That tells me, friends, because of your privileged position by being born again, that sickness this morning vacates your body in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Give Jesus your highest praise. Hallelujah. And in this kingdom that you belong, where you are right now, there is a language we speak in this kingdom. And that language is not the language of defeat. It is the language of the word of God. It is the language of the word of God. So friends, the fight of faith is the word of God in your mouth. The fight of faith is the word of God coming out of your lips. That is, what is your response to what is happening now? What is your response to what is happening now? Because, friends, what your response is, is the fight of faith. Your response right now to everything happening is your fight of faith. Listen, friends, do you respond like the person in the world who don't know where they are? Or are you responding with the language of the kingdom that you belong to? And how do you respond? You declare what your heavenly father, the king of the kingdom where you belong to, have already said. That is to say, in a season like this, you boldly declare, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. That is to say, you declare, you respond to what is happening now with the language of your kingdom. And the language of your kingdom is not the language of defeat. It's the language of victory that has been established for you over 2,000 years ago by your elder brother, Jesus Christ. 
So you declare, I refuse to live in fear. No matter the fear being peddled around the whole place. When you turn up the whole media, everywhere is full of fear. You lift your voice and you begin to declare, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not fear. That is the language of the kingdom in which you belong to. And that is a fight of faith. The fight of faith is the word of God in your mouth. The word of God flowing out of your lips, irrespective of the present circumstances. Listen to this, friends. Listen to this. There are two kinds of faith. There are two kinds of faith. The first kind of faith is what I call the Thomas kind of faith. Is sense human knowledge faith or, or sense knowledge faith. Which this kind of faith requires physical evidence it relies on physical proof that was the faith thomas operated with in the book of john chapter 20 verse 24 to 29 that was the kind of faith that was the kind of faith john operated with hallelujah then the second kind of faith is the bible faith which requires no physical evidence it requires no physical evidence or rely on physical proof so what is the fight of faith then the fight of faith is when you are still saying what the word of God says in the face of obvious adversity and unfavorable conditions. That is the fight of faith. You are still saying what the word of God says in the face of obvious adversity and unfavorable conditions. For example, when sickness and diseases wants to nod it over you you say to the face of that sickness to the face of that virus that i have inherent life in me my body is the temple of the holy spirit i have the life of god in me every fiber of my being every cell in my body every bone of my body is the life of god therefore sickness disease virus you have no permission to live on the inside of me that is to say the fight of faith is the fight that declares what the word of god says in the face of obvious adversity and unfavorable conditions hallelujah the fight of faith is when all hell has broken loose and everything looks dark and uncertain like the times in which we are in right now where it looks like all hell has broken loose it looks like everything is dark and uncertain and you are still able to declare 
the faithfulness of God in the midst of these dark times the planet earth is going through in the midst of these uncertain times you are saying I am what God says I am I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus I am more than a conqueror greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world that is a fight of faith that is you are declaring what is contrary to the present circumstances hallelujah that you look at yourself and you are able to declare because the bible makes it clear those who trust in the lord are like mount zion who shall not be removed but abides forevermore as the mountain surrounds jerusalem so has the almighty god surrounded you in a season like this hallelujah so the word of god says fight the good fight of faith the word of god didn't say cry the cry of faith he says fight the good fight of faith you apply for a job and after two weeks they promise to call you they don't call you back you don't start crying you fight the fight of faith four weeks later they still have not called you you tell yourself i am not moved i shall be gainfully employed you lift your voice you begin to declare i lay hold on my job you start speaking i see my job therefore i lay hold on my job i lay hold on my lucrative job irrespective of the call i have not received that is the fight of faith lay hold to lay hold on eternal life he said and listen friends to lay hold on what has been promised you must understand certain things because friends you cannot lay hold on what has been promised without understanding certain things so for you to lay hold on what has been promised there are certain things you must understand number one for you to lay hold on what has been promised you must have the word of god in you what do i mean by that familiarize yourself with the word of god in a time like this familiarize yourself with the word of god let the word of god dwell in you richly friends anything is possible with the word of god in the book of acts chapter 19 verse 20 the bible says uh, so mightily grew the word of god and it prevailed so in a time like this uh, let the word dwell in you richly that when you talk uh, you are talking the word uh, because as the word grows in you it prevails over the natural circumstances of life that are surrounding you give jesus praise hallelujah so to lay hold on what has been promised number one have the word of god in you number two have a different mindset a different mentality have a mindset of the word of god have a mindset of the word of God Romans chapter 12 verse 2 says and do not be conformed to this world but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and 
perfect will of God. Have a different mindset. Have a different mindset. For you to lay hold on what has been promised, you must have a different mindset. Let your mindset be different from what everyone has in a time like this. When you look around you, everyone's mindset in a time like this has become a mindset of defeat. But you need to have a different mindset. That is how you lay hold on eternal life. That is how you lay hold on what has been promised. You cannot lay hold on what has been promise if your mindset does not adjust to the mindset of God and that is why he transferred you from the kingdom of darkness and has brought you to the phronesis of the righteous to the mindset of the righteous to the mindset of the kingdom of God where you belong to and in this kingdom we do not think like the way the world thinks when the world said there is a casting down in this kingdom our mind Mindset is there is a lifting up in this kingdom when the world is crying wolf wolf in this kingdom our mindset is there is victory in the midst of this confusion so friends in a time like this uh, you must understand uh, that your mindset uh, has to be different uh, change your mind uh, from what is reg- what is happening now uh, change your mind uh, from the mindset of everyone now uh, because in a time like this uh, if your mindset has not been adjusted, has not been tuned to think according to how God is thinking. You might be swallowed by the things that are happening, but when your mindset has been changed, has been tuned to think in line with scriptures, to think in line with God, you will discover that in the midst of this global confusion, you will have peace. Why? Your peace is not as a result of the news your peace is as a result of the word of God that cannot fail the word that is the same yesterday the word that is the same today the word that is the same forevermore give Jesus praise hallelujah so for you to lay hold on what has been promised two things number one let the word of God dwell in you richly number two have a different mindset a mindset of the word of god a mindset have a different mentality paul said so the law so the word of the lord grew mightily and it prevailed it prevailed over fear it prevailed over lack it prevailed over sickness it prevailed over disease and viruses the word of the lord grew mightily and it prevailed. I prophesy over you as your amen comes like thunder by the word of God that you have received in this season. I declare prevail in the name of Jesus. In 2021, I prophesy prevail in the name of Jesus. In that business, prevail. In your career, prevail. Over your health, prevail. In the name of Jesus, I declare your family prevails. Your children prevails. Your career prevails. Your 
health prevails over sickness, over disease, over virus. In the name of our Lord Jesus, I speak over you this morning, standing on Acts 19.20, I prophesy, this is your season for prevailing in the name of Jesus. I said prevail in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Give Jesus your highest praise this morning. Celebrate his faithfulness. Celebrate his faithfulness. Hallelujah. 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 Give Jesus praise. Hallelujah. Give Jesus praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me give you the last scripture and I release you to go. Romans 8 verse 4 to 6. It says... Romans 8, 4 to 6 says that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit, did you see that? And we have been talking about new wine, new wine, new wine. Those who live according to the new wine... Those who live according to the new wine, the things of the spirit, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. To be minded, to be carnally minded, huh? what, did, what does that mean? To be minded on that situation is death. For you to fix your mind on that situation is death. To be minded on that sickness is death. To be minded on that failure is death. To be minded on that fear is death. But to be spiritually minded, to be minded according to the new wine, to be minded according to the new wine is life. The life there is Zoe and its peace. The peace there is shalom. To be spiritually minded is Zoe and shalom. To be spiritually minded is Zoe and shalom. Friends, in this season, be spiritually minded. Don't be minded by the news you are hearing. Don't be minded by the circumstances, the challenges, the things that are falling apart around you. He said, when you are minded of that sickness, when you are minded of that fear, when you are minded of that challenge you are going through, he said, when you fix your mind on it, it leads to deaths. It leads to death. But when you are minded of the spirit, when you are minded according to the new wine, he said it is Zoe and it is Shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. Hallelujah. So as you leave this service this morning, go and be spiritually minded. Go and fix your mind in the word of God. Go and fix your mind in what the almighty God has said. Go and fix your mind that the almighty God will help you marvelously. Go and fix your mind that no matter what is happening, your help is guaranteed from God. Go and fix your mind that no matter the battle around you, your victory is guaranteed. Go and fix your mind that you are fighting the good 
good fight of faith that is you are maintaining what Jesus has obtained on your behalf over 2,000 years ago go and fix your mind on that and when you fix your mind on that the Bible says it is life and peace give Jesus praise this morning boldly declare repeat after me repeat after me wherever you are declare in 2021 repeat say in 2021 I refuse to be sense-minded that is I am not going to operate with sense faith what is sense faith faith that looks for physical evidence but I'm going to be spiritually minded I'm going to fix my mind on what God has said so declare again in 2021 I refuse to be sense-minded. If you believe it, give Jesus praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. I want you to declare with me. I have two confessions I want you to repeat after me. Declare, I am what God says I am. I have the life of God in me. I am making progress in my life. I am moving forward in my life. In the name of Jesus Christ, I am making progress in my life. Say amen. Now I want you to declare again, my confession of faith creates my reality. My confession of faith creates my peace and abundance. My confession of success and abundance creates my realities. I am making progress. I am moving forward in the name of Jesus boldly declare in 2021 i am who god says i am in 2021 i am marvelously helped in the name of jesus christ give jesus praise this morning celebrate his faithfulness hallelujah 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 amen that's all i have for you this morning glory to god thank you so much for listening we believe you were blessed by the word for more, please visit our website, www.alivewithjoseph.com, as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel, Alive with Joseph Ngogocha. Till next time, God bless.